everyone and welcome to the Power 9 Podcast. My name is Mick. I'm one of your hosts alongside the blood artist Edwin Tan. Good morning, guys. Morning. Uh, we were up very early this morning. Yeah, we did an awesome yeah. interview. Uh, so yeah, well, we did the interview before this, uh, uh, but the interview will come later on. So if you're listening, yeah, we did an interview with Travis Wu. Uh, about his latest e-course on his website woobrews.com we are not being sponsored by the way uh, so yeah check that out in the later part of the show but of course we recorded it first so well time paradox hashtag editing for anybody who knows how to actually produce shows yeah uh, today we have uh, another special guest besides Travis Wu we have a good friend of ours the Simic Combine Desmond Lim Lim Desmond Lim I was going to say Desmond Tan And I was like Stop Wait Desmond Lim Hello Good morning everybody I'm Desmond Yeah Good morning uh, uh, This morning Traditionally Traditionally Before before we record We'll go have breakfast But this morning There no is no breakfast. time Yeah There, was, there is no breakfast uh, So I'm kind of hungry I, Too bad for you Yeah so Desmond, for people who don't know you, what what do you do, and mm, how how do you get about playing magic? Oh, I got to play magic. I I learned it from Edwin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we were friends. That for was like the yeah. longest time. That that so everything was downhill from there, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's such is such, such is life. life. <laughs> uh. So yeah, um, your well, the reason why your the Simic combine your favorite color combination. Yes, green blue. Green blue. So what what formats do you what formats do you play? Mm, actually, I only play EDH nowadays. Only play EDH. Yes. Then previously, previously was just casual. Yeah, casual. Yeah, mostly casual. Mm. When we were playing in school, we play. Were, yeah, we played casual. casual, yeah. casual we, we were young. Though. We just buy booster packs, slot into like, packs, and play after school. Yeah, you know, I have I have lands. I have lands, uh, spells. I have, I'll just put it in. I have know, fetch lands, cards. and they look useless. We played during onslaught, by the way. Jeez, so. and you had fetch lands. Yeah, I'm sure we had like. Quite Come a bit, on, they all look like you have to pay one life to use this land. <laughs> Go. <laughs> First, this thing. Okay, so. Mm. This is gonna be a meow. Yeah, this is gonna be a, a meow. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Wait, I gotta record the time first. Uh, yeah, it, it's so it's so weird that every time we we come across it and then we have to say like, oh, we're gonna bleep this out. Yeah. And like, I I will eventually bleep it out, but we we spend a lot of time talking about it. So I'll I'll bleep. I'll probably cut that part out. No, I'll probably leave it in. Cut cut it out. I'll, I'll okay. You decide. Okay. Anyway. Uh. So welcome to the Power Nine Podcast. If you made it this far, you're listening to the Power Nine Podcast every week. Uh, me and some friends we gather around and we talk about the cards that make us a little crazy sometimes in a little game called Magic: The Gathering. See what I did there? I went back to the original, yeah. original opening when I said we should change it up. But I, I think it's fine. I don't know. You mean the original one? Yeah, the original one. The original one is nah. No, it's not. We good. are the number one. Magic yeah, well, podcast. Number one magic podcast recorded off of a computer with uh one, two, three, four, five, five stickers on it. Right? Yes. Yeah, okay. that, that's correct. That is, that is unless there is some other person who is also recording a magic podcast with five stickers on their MacBook Air 
2013. Uh, so let us know. Uh, <laughs> so every week we. Uh, we release on Wednesday. We release the show on Wednesday, and you can find us on poundlinepodcast.com, which is our website. You can find us on mtg mtgcast.com. You can find us on uh, iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, you can also find us on facebook.com/slash/poundlinepodcast. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at poundlinepodcast. So tweet at us. And uh, you can find us on Instagram. On Twitter, the nine is. Oh yeah, nine. sheesh! I forgot. The nine is a number nine, and on Instagram, you can find us on, on Instagram. Instagram. Paul Nine Podcast. Yeah, the nine is not a number nine, so I should do the Instagram first, right? Yeah. And then I'll do the, then the leave the Twitter to last. Yeah, we're, we're still figuring out. We're forty episodes in, and still, still trying, trying to figure out, out the rigmarole, the the the, the social sequence. media bullshit. Yeah, I don't understand all this social media stuff that you guys. You guys uh do social media in socialing media whatever. So make how was your week? Bad. In magic. Really bad. Do you play any magic? Yeah, I played magic. I lost all the games. Every week every game I played this week so far I've lost. What 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 have you been playing? Sealed? I play Sealed like the, the, the for those of you who've listened in on the show a lot, I always play Sealed and uh Yesterday I went to go play some FNM with a very outdated deck and yeah, just lost, lost, lost. What what, what were you playing game. with yesterday? What was I playing with? Uh I was playing with a Dragon Dragon Tempest combo. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the one where you just like churn out mana dogs and you have Dragon Tempest and you have uh what's that? Uh Descent of the Dragons. So you just sacrifice all your creatures. What's your opponent's uh, who's this guy playing such an old deck no th- that's the thing like who's this guy playing what is this deck <laughs> like Probably Dragon Tempest yeah Dragon Tempest hit the hit the battlefield and all my opponents had to like reach Double over take, can I yeah can, can I, I take a card. look at that like hmm no, everybody was expecting me to like drop Ulamog, uh or drop uh what's his name uh, Ugin and stuff like that no no I'm going to drop very underpowered cards uh, you know, and this thing. Although, yeah, the Sakan and the Kiora was uh was mm-hmm. that's interesting. Oh, you tried playing with Kiora already? Kiora is oh, really yeah. good. Kiora is uh very uh, it's a very underrated planeswalker. If you play Soltai, Kiora uh double teams up with uh Opnixil is really really good. Even though in the storyline they go fight fight fight, you know, but they they make a very nice couple. Uh, right, yeah. Check out my check out my fan oh man check out my fan fic on Kira Kira Opnixilis right demons and demons and uh, sea creatures mm. wet wet tentacles yeah uh, you know very hot and steamy lava okay. action so um, I played I played modern this week yeah <laughs> not bad not bad uh, two one. Yeah, you just lost That's to lost to a Jun, and uh, my last match was against a Jun as well. So they Jun, they Jun you out. They Jun me out. Yeah, I I have never played against Jun before, and uh, it's not bad. Uh, I have a friend who's building a who's modifying the old Jun with uh painful truths, so he runs. Oh yeah, you were talking three uh, three bobs and two painful thru- truths, and he says it's really good. I think it's uh something. 
everybody should be looking out for uh it it seems really interesting i i you know you heard it here first yeah you heard it here first like sorry luis we are spoiling your <laughs> spoiling your yeah. okay desmond do you play any magic this week uh no i only play there's this um indie game uh called x-mage x-mage yeah <laughs> <laughs> Because Sounds it's like cool. the, the only simple client that I use it to play EDH. Mm. Yeah, yeah, online. That's uh we'll talk about X Mage more, but yeah. uh what were you playing like what what decks do you have up on the X Mage right now? Uh basically I use the Izuri Claw Progress. Oh okay. Yeah, and also uh Dark Souls. Uh. Basically I, I reformed the decks. Uh. Oh, okay. Mm. Dark Souls. Uh how does the Dark Souls deck work? Uh basically I play a lot of those curse of exhaustion <laughs> just slow. oh that's just yes, slow and grindy basically and I slow everybody down to you really are the uh, the the typical black white like you know grind you out uh, not even incremental advantage just yes. just kill you kill you you know kill your creatures kill you your know, thing mm. gross yeah. that, does it work uh yes, it works very well. Oh, <laughs> because gross. Dark Souls itself is a very slow deck initially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. But you have to make Dark Souls stick. That's the problem. Like he's mm. he's gotta stick around for you to cast uh enchantments. Yeah. But I guess you make it work, like you, the card draw engines mm. are very strong, right? Yeah. yeah. In black there's Yeah, there's you got the arena, the Arena, Erebus, you got Greed connection. Underworld connection. Yeah, you have Greed. Man, you got a lot Spot of right? yeah, you got no, you can't use painful truths, but no, but you can use that. Uh, uh, there's this commander only card that came out in Commander 2014, where you can exile cards from your graveyard. It's like delve, but you have to pay the X mana. So what one black and X, and then you you have to exile X number of cards from your graveyard. You lose X life. You get draw X cards. Instant speed, by the way. So I have. I don't I remember have, that card at all. I have. Ah oh man, it's in my. I forget what it's scrying, something scrying. Skeletal scrying. Yeah, skeletal scrying. It's a reprint. Oh man. From Odyssey, one one colors, one black X, and then remove X card from a graveyard. Is that oh? It's like okay. draw X cards, right? Yeah, skeletal scrying. Oh okay okay right yeah one black one X, one black X. Hmm. Right. I knew I saw this card somewhere before. Cool. But anyway, yeah, it's a really good card. Like, yeah, it is. It is. is like the black has just so many ways to draw ways cards, to draw basically. cards, and white has so many ways to for you to like gain that life back. Whatever. Uh. So yeah, we'll talk about X Mage in a while. Uh. But first, let's talk about the news. Or like new spoilers. There's no news out this week. Every week, there's no, no news. Well, not for no. There's now, there's no. one official piece of news that just came out, uh, yesterday, which is um the GP promo. Yes, GP promo 2016. Stoneforge Mystic. Oh, nice. It's uh, look at that art, man. Let's see. Let's take a look. That uh, explains. I've I've. I saw a few guys selling off their stone forges online. I was like, "Why are they? Doing Why are they now? doing so weird? Is that uh, a pattern?" But it's it's cool that they are printing. Um, so the this is uh, for people at home. Like Stoneforge Mystic is a legacy only card. It is banned in, in modern. modern yeah. Uh, 
do you think it will you know that they're printing it out right now I I don't think so because you think it will be unbanned maybe I don't know Battle Skull yeah Modern would be so boring Turn 3 Turn 3 Battle Skull come on Turn 3 Battle Skull is fine you have Kologan's Command now on Turn 3 like you can bolt that destroy the Battle Skull you know let's hope they do it then and we'll see and then maybe Modern will be will get Different like different decks, and then now uh, then then Kolagan's command will be like shoot through the expensive. roof, man. Like like it isn't bloody expensive right now. <laughs> Great, <laughs> like it isn't like just blown out proportionally expensive. The uh, art for the new the GP Stoneforge though it, it looks it looks really really she looks really, she looks cool. Uh, she's holding okay so those of you please go online uh, and google it go to Instagram at Power9Podcast I just posted it oh now. you just posted it yes. up yeah uh, okay so it's it's her uh, it's her holding and stuff it's the same Stoneforge mistake so the the first photo the first uh, image was uh, she's sitting cross-legged in and between she's floating two, yeah. yeah she's well she's literally forging the stone a, the, a sword, the sword yeah stone yeah uh, so that was that was cool, and but the uh, the, f- the the promo the new one looks. Uh, she's holding a staff with uh, with a sickle at the end, or like there's a curve at the end. There, I think there is a name for for this uh, the, thing that she's holding. Staff of Nin. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> staff of Nin. So she's she's very very powerful not, staff okay. that she that she has just crafted. So so powerful staff of Nin. Uh. No, but that's not an equipment. But that, that's an that's, artifact. That's yeah, a, that's an artifact. No, but it, her her ability when she enters the battlefield, she it's, gets to look yeah, for she equipment. Looks for equipment. It, so it can't I be a stuff of name. There's not stuff of name. Yeah, of anyway, course it's not stuff. I thought you were kidding. Yeah, no, no. Stuff of name was stuff of name is like way too powerful for this. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, so she's yeah, looking the wind backwards and and yeah, the wind's blowing in yeah. her hands. Yeah. She's like all cool looking. Well. Yeah. This 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 is not Nahiri, by the way. This core this is styling is from Battle of Zendika, Battle for Zendika. Oh yeah, for uh, sure. It's, it's, no, but the cores come like, from the cores. Yeah, are yeah no, they are from Zendika, but Zendika. the ones from original Zendika and the ones in the new Zendika looks a little bit different. Oh yeah, yeah. The clothes, I think. The clothes, and then I think they tie up their hair in Battle for Zendika. The the original Zendika Stoneforge oh, yeah, had her hair down. Mm, that's true. Nahiri had her hair down. Oh yeah, yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's that's true. That's so true. It's, it's, yeah, that their styling is different. Very, I very little difference. No, I the clothes, the clothes the do. Clothes as well, yeah. yeah, it's always asymmetrical now, and they've got like their braces. Uh, yeah, and their cargo jeans. Very. <laughs> no, it's this. I really like the styling of the cars. Actually. Yeah, it's it's cool. It looks. Uh, I, I can't wait to see this in a foil. Uh, this the is a foil. Yeah, yeah. I as in like the the in actual life. card. Yeah, oh, the okay. the you know the physical card. Like I think it will look cool. I think this uh you know uh her hair and maybe parts of the staff if they were highlighted. Yeah, the background is obviously a Zendika. You can see headrons, yeah, floating, floating platforms and the landscape. The land is floating basically. That's that's a. Uh, Mm. Trade in uh, Zendika, yeah, yeah, looks really good. Very low gravitational good field. Good job to have. the artist. Who's the artist, by the way? Uh, uh, Johannes Johannes Vess. 
I think so. I can't. Oh man, I. It looks like it looks like it. Jo, uh, Johannes. Yeah, Johannes Voss. Sorry, Johannes Voss. Cool, nice. I I look forward to playing some GPS next year. Which, by the way, the I thought there were no GPS. GPKL. Uh, yeah, there were no GPS scheduled um near us in Singapore, but there is a uh, GPKL is going to be in October. Uh, we also got. Other there like is Guangzhou, there yeah, is Guangzhou, Taipei, Taipei. Um, where else? China. China. There's <laughs> well, Guangzhou is China. There's Beijing. You mean Beijing? <laughs> like Street Fighter, you know? Like yeah, yeah. right. Did you get the? There's one the in. There's one in. Uh, Japan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, we gotta make a show a bit more lively, right? Like, gotta right. try. Random references. Sydney. Uh, yeah, uh, Melbourne. Melbourne. Okay, there's anyway, no yeah. Melbourne in Street Fighter. No, there's no Melbourne. Is, is it? There's, there's no, no there's Australian. Australian. Holy shit. There's no Australian in Street Fighter. What? Conspiracy theory. Do they not like Australians? Australians, Australians yeah. can fight, man. Like, imagine uh, Steve Irwin or like Crocodile Dundee like going face to face with these these figures. Like just summon the yeah, crocodile. Desmond like, is there Australian in no there isn't any. There isn't, right? Yeah, there it's isn't Cody any. no Cody is American. No Cody yeah, that's the first guy that came to my mind. Like, like Cody, it's, right? It's Cody yeah. And yeah, Australian. But, yeah, but Cody is also a prisoner. <laughs> by the <laughs> I way. I don't know why I linked that to Australia, <laughs> like, but okay. No no no, because uh, Australia used to be like oh, the prisoners. dumping grounds for oh, for okay. uh, Maybe he was originally from Australia and then they didn't want to make that that uh, connection. The, <laughs> <laughs> that's bad. Uh, okay, so the other spoiler that came out this week is uh, Eilie, Eternal Pilgrim. Uh, That's a spoiler for uh, Oath of... Oath of the Gatewatch. Gatewatchers. Yeah, good Gatewatch. Yeah. No, uh, Gatewatch? Oath of the Gatewatch. Oath of Gatewatch. Yeah. OTG. OAG. OMG. <laughs> OFG, that's what it's called, yeah. She's OTG. one black, one white, two yeah. two. Legendary creature core cleric. She's got the, no two three, not two two, man. Two, two three. three. Death touch. Uh one generic. Sacrifice another creature. You gain life equal to the sacrificed creature's toughness. Toughness, okay. And one white and black. One generic white and black. Sacrifice another creature. Target exile target non-land permanent. Um uh, but you can only activate this ability if you've got ten or more life. From your starting total, EDH, not EDH, Commander card, not command, not just Commander, dude. Do you know how many walls there are in, in uh, the current standard? Nope. Battle Rampart is two mana for zero six. Are you really going to across the Does table? Does it gain you life? No, but you use this, and you gain Sacrifice six life. To gain yeah. life. And then there are other things like you can use the 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 Jadi offshoot. You can use oh, yeah. oh man, so many things to gain you so much life. And then exile permanent, exile target, non land permanent, non land permanent, permanent. You see how she I looks like a good commander though. No, she looks like a good standard card too. No, she looks like a good commander. Fathom feeder, Fathom feeder can go eat a piece. Like Fathom feeder is one blue, one black. It's a one one. Death touch. Fine. It draws ability. you. Draw, fine. It draws, it draws you, you a card. No, but this controls the freaking board. And if you play with uh, what's that? Uh, you probably play a uh, uh, Abzan deck with this 
because you've got retreat to retreat to Kazandu and retreat to Emiria. Oh yeah, the retreats. And then you have creatures. And then you can start yeah, you get the retreats gain you the life. And then you, and then you the retreats the have creatures. other modes as well. When you have enough life, you could start pumping. Yeah, you can start the pumping green one pumps. Day. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, brother, commander. No, and then you can play painful truths for like three. This thing, painful truths is like my new my new best friend. Uh, you know, my old best friend was command with commune with lava. Now you're out. You know, you're out, and now painful truths is in. Sorry, have your best friends been? Expensive? Uh, no, my best friends have been really, really cheap. So I'm a very cheap person to hang out with. They're always <laughs> bulk rest. Yeah, they're always, they're always stuff that I want to I wanna try to break. But I really think like painful truths uh, in chance. the upcoming year. There's, there's some chance. Hold on to all, all your copies then. Yeah. I, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to play standard with this. I'm, I have, I have a crazy brew in mind already with, with uh, Eileen. That's what you always say. That's why I always say, and some you know sometimes the brews really work. Like my black green, uh, start black putting green up the list, and then ju- just buy a playset, pre-order a set, and then yeah, start I'll probably playing pre-order. Eily, yeah, right. We're creating the hype, right? The like two thousand yeah, listeners yeah, every yeah, week. Yeah. They will be like, oh, oh man, we gotta get the painful truths and get pre-order. the Eilies. No one's uh, gonna listen to you. Yeah, nobody listens to me. I'm one of the. I actually, you know, I'm three of the two thousand listeners. So we got one thousand nine hundred ninety-seven listeners only. Uh, okay, so let's. Uh, shall we move on to the topic yeah, of yeah. the week? Do we want to talk about this anymore? No. No, I'm fine. I mean, we'll, t- we'll talk about it during. I'm not overly season. excited. I'm just. You're not. I'm just happy to see a new legendary creature that I maybe I could form a deck around. Huh? That's about it. Uh, I guess. Yeah. yeah, you can use like Bitter Blossom. I don't Hell, know. no, yeah. Bitter Blossom loses you one life and then th- this one gains you that life by sacrificing the token. But it doesn't It doesn't help you get closer to be able to trigger her second ability. Yeah, I know. La, but I mean, that's the... No, no, no. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, uh, so so let's go to, yeah, the topic of the week. Okay, so if you... Just a reminder, if you're looking forward to the... Uh, to the interview with Travis Wu, we'll have uh, I will put up a separate uh episode with Travis Wu, and I'm also tagging uh gonna uh put the interview at the end of this show. So I'm gonna like uh split it off, and uh so that if you want to listen to the interview directly, you know I should have put this right at the front it's of too late, the man. podcast. Too late. You you listen to us go crazy about stupid spoilers, and uh yeah, well too late. So this week. We're going to talk about Magic the Gathering. Not the card game. Yeah. Everything else, but not the card game. Uh, well, the game, Magic the, the Gathering, the, the game. game. Something that you can play. Card game. Yeah. So, Magic, there has been like lots, lots of Man, way lots too of many. games. I mean, way too many. Before researching, I didn't even know some of them existed. Okay, so there's, there's a whole wiki page on Magic the Gathering video games. Just video games. Uh,. So do we let's start from the beginning. Uh I remember way back when uh there was this game uh set in the place of Shandala Magic the Gathering. Uh 1997 video game. And this was on the uh PC. I guess if you had a PC back then. It's an adventure. Yeah, it was adventure a, role-playing elements. It's it's very cute. It, it's It uh, sounds like uh it's like Golden Axe. 
it, it was I, I wouldn't put it at golden X but uh, you had uh, this is similar no 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 it's not is similar it, you, you actually had to play magic oh but you were a little dude like running around this running around this place and uh, you would encounter people and then you you basically play magic with them when you win you get one of their cards like Ante this was back in the time when Ante was still around no wait this is a computer game right yeah this is a computer game Uh, I think I played it on a 486 or you know one of the early like really early so you go around you meet people and then you duo and then you duo and you fight uh, and then uh, you play you basically play a game of magic and build your deck yeah and then you keep building your deck it was really really very simple uh, you had que- I think you had some quests to complete. Like, uh, you know, it you sounds a lot like the Pokemon card game on the Game yes. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. I I did play that the game. Pokemon. Was awesome, man. That game. That it. game was really cute. But you know that uh, this being on the computer, like there was more real estate as opposed to the Pokemon card game on the Game Boy, where you had to like you had to click on a single card and bring oh, yeah, it yeah, up right, and right. put it back and. Uh, so you know very much like Yu-Gi-Oh like what you saw uh, yeah Pokemon card game Yu-Gi-Oh this was uh, this was definitely not the first card game but this actually worked I think uh, this game was it was kind of fun to play I, I don't remember uh, you know I, I don't know how many of you guys out there have played this game if you have like let us know you're the only uh, old guy who played it no, I, I think I'm very sure there were a lot of people who played it? Uh, it was um, who was it? It was published by Microprose. Yeah, Microprose in Micropros? February nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. So yeah, and it was set on the plane. I remember this very clearly. It was set on the plane of Shandala. Before doing the research, I told you mm. uh, something about this Shandala. Is, yeah, yeah, this is Magic Gathering Shandala, and you played a. I remember you played a a female planeswalker. Uh, who apparently whose name is Arzakon. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. You play a female planeswalker and you like, and you just walked around. Which was kind of weird for me because if you're a planeswalker, like you can like teleport. Places. Pokemon trainer. <laughs> I choose you. Uh, Counter spell. <laughs> what's the... Jin uh, of the... Jin of the pits? Lord of the pits? Lord of the pits. No, no, Lord of the pits. Ernam Jin. Ernam Jin? Yeah, Ernam Jin. The big black one. Uh, Whoa! The big black one with the horns and talking uh, about colors now. Yeah, black, black. Okay. Anyway, uh, so and and you had like uh, little RPG elements like you had gold. You could also buy stuff. You could buy cards. Uh, yeah. And there was some character progression. I don't remember the character progression so much, but uh, yeah. Uh, there were two next on the list. Packs. Uh, okay. So next on the list was uh battle mage. Um, real time strategy game also yeah, 97 man never played this acclaim. really never played this uh, uh, yeah it was well there's a lot of bad reviews uh, yeah, I think a lot, a lot of, of these games reviews. don't reach us because uh, the part of the world we're at we probably I, won't get access to no I think games you like know, that well it just depends on what the stores have. The stores probably have it, but uh, the places where we used to buy uh, video games, just disclaimer, uh, it was not the most uh, upright places to buy video games. 
and they were they were much much cheaper than uh, than your average store because it was not your average store. In fact, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember how they <laughs> back in the day, back in the days, playing Super Nintendo, Super yeah. Famicom. Yeah, yeah, playing games from uh, what's that? A disket. Oh, oh yeah. God. <laughs> Those were the days that they sell the games. They sell the disket very, very cheap. But the shop buys the original game and then copies it. Yeah, it's called piracy, people. If you it's had not piracy, pe- yep. if you had not picked up on the last two minutes of us trying to <laughs> trying to circle around the issue, it's called piracy. piracy. All right. So, uh, but and that's where, uh, unfortunately, that's where I got my copy of Magic: The Gathering. It was like in a bundle of like two hundred and fifty games on um. one disc or something like that. Uh, then we got Magic: The Gathering Armageddon. Also, uh, this one is an arcade, arcade game. game. Yeah. This one is cool. Nineteen ninety seven. I've never seen this before. Um, so well, it says on Wiki that it's possible that. Only four of these machines were made because <laughs> the company went bankrupt before before they got produced. So we just will we, just for yeah we will probably never see. Uh, published by Acclaim, by the way. So yeah, you know how you know how that usually goes. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, it was uh, Mountain View. the The company was called Mountain View, but they went out of they went out of business. Wah, 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 wah. And then there's a uh, MTG on Sega. This I never played. Well, because Sega cartridges, even uh, pirated or not, like they were expensive. Yeah, they, you could. Oh, there were bootleg. There were bootleg uh, Sega cartridges, cartridges before. See. I've seen, especially those with like hundred and one. Uh, oh yeah, now that you games remember. In one. Uh, so, yeah, and this was. Um, uh, this one's on Dreamcast though. Uh, in June two thousand one, it's a Japan only game. Uh, yeah, it says there it took uh it takes place during the time of uh six ad alliances and tempest. So yeah. Long and, time uh, ago. Yeah, quite a long time ago. Tempest was really my favorite set. One of my favorite sets. Uh but yeah. And then there's uh MTG Interactive Encyclopedia. <laughs> it's, it's not even a game. Yeah, it's not a game. It's just deck building strategy information on cards. Blech. Oh, there is a free online play mode. There is whatever. Yeah, I never came across that. Something okay. So, and then two thousand two comes along, and this Magic, the Gathering Online oh MTG. Oh, don't know if you yeah. guys heard of it. Don't know whether it's still around today. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I think we don't need to. I yeah, we don't need to explain what MTGO is. I, 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 I have don't, I don't play it. I, I have, don't play it. So I have so I've, many gripes with MTGO. I've heard bad things about it. It's getting better. It's getting I uh, to wizards um, uh, to what see uh, the love letter the love hate letter again comes out like it's getting better, uh, but definitely there's there's so many things that can be done with this game that will make it even better. Um, and I think the the thing that I find were the worst thing I find about it is the sound design. I don't understand why when you take damage you go dong, and when you like you cast stuff like a twing. Oh come on, guys! You maybe you're supposed to play it mute. Yeah, I no. That's what people do. They play it mute. You you stream. You play music. Yeah, you stream. You play mute. Uh, you put it on mute and you play music. Like Evan Owen puts on like some trans trans house music. Uh, what's his name? Um, 
the guy who I don't uh, well, uh Melissa Del Toro's boyfriend partner what's his name nope I don't know anyway yeah he 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 streams with like classical music in the background like jazz ish so yeah get the sound design right design right please because you know duels of the planeswalkers which is uh the next next on the list like that one has sound design oh yeah like, duels of put, planeswalkers put really I, I remember well. playing that in the first yeah the first, the first one 2009 one, i played a few after that yeah uh the one in 2013 that was bad that was like trying too hard to do too many things at one at one step at one shot uh, this last one was pretty good. I've, I've Origins, found. Magic Duel Origins. Yeah, Magic Duel. It's, it's basically Origins. Duel of Planeswalkers. But yeah, it's Duel of the Planeswalkers Origins, with yeah. just, you know, centered around uh, the five Planeswalkers. No, centered around selling Magic Origins booster packs online, which is not, you know. No, the game is free to play. The game's free to play, uh, but you gotta pay for like digital digital cards that you can't transfer anywhere I, else. You're right. No, but it's possible. It's possible you to You can't bring the it to MTGO, man. You can what? You can't bring it to MTGO. Oh, yeah, of course you can't bring it to No, MTGO. why not? This is for casual gamers. Like this people play That's on crazy. Come Desmond, on. Desmond plays a lot of uh, Duel of the Planeswalkers. I think uh, he played. Yeah, I, I actually started from 2013. Oh, okay, okay. Mm. Remember the one we got with the scavenging ooze yeah. promo? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? Uh, that's, that's pretty good. Let's, uh, yeah, I think we jumped the gun a bit. The, let's go back a bit more. Uh, 2003, there was this Magic the Gathering Battlegrounds and we, ju- we were just looking up the gameplay. So it's a real-time, uh, real-time battling game uh, where if you stay on your side of the board, like, you gain mana and out there you can cast like spells. And we were watching um, a blue mage versus a blue-green mage versus a green mage. And man, it was boring as hell. Yeah, don't bother. Yeah, don't bother. <laughs> this, this was a game that was... Uh, kind of tried to do something, but it was no, nope. Yep. So after that, it was all the all the duo of planeswalkers. Yeah. Uh, no, the I think there's one more Magic the oh, Gathering tactics, tactics yeah. yeah, tactics was uh also a recent one 2011. This was on PC. Uh, you it was a free to it was an online turn based strategy game free to play. Uh, but um. And it and it's gone and it's gone now. It's shut down in uh, March twenty eighth, two thousand fourteen. Uh, well, it's like your basic tactics game. Tactics game has some RPG elements in it, leveling up, uh, getting your army together. But uh, yeah, just your basic tactics tactics game with uh, Magic the Gathering skin. Uh, which leads us to the latest incarnation, which is on our mobile phone. Oh yeah, the one that's not listed here. Yeah, the one that's not listed. Okay, so Desmond mean, played a lot of that. I mean the Magic Puzzle Quest. Yeah, I play a lot of that too. I yeah. man, have you completed all the stages? Uh, okay, so I stopped at I stopped playing the uh the Planeswalker. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, uh, Puzzle Quest. I and I love Puzzle Quest. Puzzle Quest is this match three, uh, game with RPG elements, and they've been. Many, many iterations. Puzzle Quest Warlords, Puzzle Quest Galactics, Puzzle Quest... Um, it's basically the same idea, different skin. Yeah, different skin. No, Galactics, Galactics was really cool. That was like a hexagon. So that was really, really cool. Uh, but yeah, and uh, the, the one that was before this was Puzzle Quest Marvel, which I still play, uh, you know, to, to this day. Um, it's... Puzzle Quest is really fun. This game is not. 
<laughs> this game clearly is not like I. I, I don't know uh, what it's, you what it's, you think. It's totally buggy. This game. Yeah. It's, uh, okay. So, I'm. But the thing is, I played Marvel Puzzle Quest in the beta, in the in practically the alpha, alpha and beta stages. It was buggy, yes, but the bugs were not game breaking. The bugs were just like unfair. Uh no the the AI was kind of dumb oh, and uh well, you know like that sucks. yeah some some of the some of the abilities that you use maybe the they weren't up to the you know they weren't up to spec with what they said I heard you could like cast multiple spells yes. or something basically when you uh, use the planeswalker character right you can you can actually uh use the abilities and you can use it multiple times in one turn. Yeah, so that is like when <laughs> when by right you should be only able to use, well, okay. use them once. Well, that I that that part's okay, but the but the, the you know there are so many game breaking <laughs> bugs. Like I stopped. Okay, so I haven't completed the game. I stopped at the planeswalker uh the planeswalker chapter mm-hmm. where you had to fight all the planeswalkers oh, yes. again. Uh and that's because after I completed it. So just if you complete it, you, you by right you're supposed to be given like fifty thousand points or five hundred thousand points. Yes, correct. I got five thousand. Five thousand points. I was missing one or two zeros, and that's 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 important. <laughs> like fifty thousand points is at least at a high level. That that's at least a level on your planeswalker, and I I I went to immediately try to level up because I saw like fifty thousand points. I didn't check how many points I had. I went to level it up. And then it just stopped. Like, I pressed the button and, like, uh, you know, a split second later, it just stopped. And I'm like, what just happened? So I play the next one. So now I have zero points. I play the next one. And then it says, okay, I will give you five, 50,000. Okay, let's just put it at 50,000. I think it should be 50,000 yes, points. Yes, it's 50,000. And then it appears there, like, I've only got 5,000. I'm like, okay, <laughs> really? Really now, this is what you're gonna do. Yeah, the the achievements. Uh, the achievements are so yes, weird. Like, uh, well, okay, the cast less than X number of creatures during during the game. I definitely did that. I didn't get it. Yes, me too. Do not too. use any creatures with flying. I definitely didn't use. It. In fact, my deck has no creatures with flying. <laughs> and yet, I still didn't get the get the damn achievement. Come on, guys! Like, this is really, really. Not fun, it, you know. Uh, there was the turn to frog spell, uh, yes, which is uh, which is a very low mana cost spell. Uh, it destroys your creature, turns it into a frog permanently. Uh, but in the before the patch, it destroyed your creature. Full stop. Wow, that's it. That's it, and it was very low mana it's cost, blue. like blue in blue, in blue. By the way, you know we're going to talk about color so psychology blue, one mana, of these days. Two mana destroy creature. Destroy yeah. Creature. Uh, well, okay. in the game, in the game, I think it's five mana, which is very easy to, which is yeah. very easy to match up. Wow, really? <laughs> what? So yeah, it's uh, it's buggy. It's buggy, it's it's buggy right now. Well, play the card game then. It's still <laughs> at least it's not buggy. Here's the thing: like it's still in the beta version, and it requires constant internet connection. That's one of the things that uh they have to fix. Like it requires way too much uh resources from your phone and from from your from your internet connection. It's just ridiculous, like. I hope it gets fixed. I hope it looks it will get better. And right now it looks it looks it's like terrible. dirt. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks yeah, looks bad. Uh but yeah, this um 
other other games or other we'll just stick to PC other games that um, we've seen Cockatrice uh, those are the editors. indie indie, indie games uh, yeah. indie freeware adaptations Cockatrice was uh, something that people could use to play we would uh, draft on tapped out and then actually export that deck and, and then bring it to Cockatrice and, like, and start playing. Uh, that, that's that's really the only fun. way to play Magic online. But now, now there's a new one. Uh, what's it called? It's called X-Mage. X-Mage. Yeah? And yeah, we were talking about it earlier. Yeah. Uh, I, have, I haven't played it yet. So Okay, uh, X-Mage. Basically, um, it's a very simple client. So you can actually play all formats of uh, Magic. Woohoo! Yeah. For, f- for what? For for free. For free! <laughs> <laughs> Vitamin F. <laughs> it loads up all the images of the cards actually, so you actually can uh, look look it up. Uh, I mean, there's an image shown in the interface. Uh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not legal, yeah. but okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm very I don't think sure it's legal, this is actually. not legal. But no, Cockatrice was not legal. Cockatrice either. didn't have card images. Well, uh, was it? Yeah, I think Cockatrice or Apprentice didn't have card images, and everything yeah, you had to do manually. You have to deduct your life total manually. You have to declare things manually. You have well, to th- that has no your deck manually stuff like that. And but at the end of the game, like your your what you call it, your the IP is still there. The game rules are part of the intellectual property of Wizards. The uh, well, the cards. These are the gray are areas. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. So. But Yippee! I've heard good things about X Mage. Yeah, I've heard about. I only heard about X Mage from Desmond. So. <laughs> it has okay. So yeah. so the wiki says it has fully functional rules enforcement built in, unlike many other Magic programs. So okay, so let's let's test out the new one. The uh, so you've been playing some Commander yes. on X Mage, right? Yes. So if Do even the experience if even Daxos is there, that means okay, it's very very updated. Yeah, currently there's only one bug. Is that you cannot see how many experience counters you have. So, so you, you gotta to remember. To, yeah, you have to you have to remember it. But the next patch they say that they're going to implement that. In. Oh man! <laughs> does the game track your experience counters yes, though? The game tracks, does, yes, the game tracks. That's not bad. So so mm. it does track, but I guess the UI. Uh, the UI doesn't show the experience Yeah, the counters. UI isn't up to scratch, but. Uh, all in all, it's still like a perfect game, right? Yes, it's actually it's pretty much perfect. Should try it. Yeah, I, I'm going to try it. Like you know, we all should try it out, and we all should go and play it. Uh, Wizards of the Coast, go find the developers for this <laughs> game. <laughs> go get them on board. Like I'm, uh, you know, I'm gonna swear now. I go thought you got to uh, get them on board. <laughs> I thought you're gonna do the F word, like yeah, Wizards the F of the Coast. Bomb, go yeah. find the developers. <laughs> go find them. Now I gotta record the time. Uh, so yeah, go find these guys. Go get them on your team and go fix. No, I think it's it's different because this is free to play. You don't... There is no tracking of... Uh, I'm sure it's not as complicated as uh, MTGO where you need to track. No, uh, but MTGO also breaks a lot of times because the rules and the cards just don't interact the way they, 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 interact the way they say. Okay. So... Yeah, of course. I know there's a lot of database tracking. There's a lot of uh, you know making sure that price prices get sent out and you know online. Yeah. No, but here's the thing: this is, this game is working online between players, and they are you know essentially you're hosting the game, right? One yes. of you hosts the game, and everybody joins you. So why can't 
why can't empty geo be like that well i guess you can I'm probably sure hack the yeah like he has that <laughs> hack MTGO the ha- planet hack the planet empty geo has reasons or limitations yeah uh maybe a better a better company should pitch to get the empty geo project and then mm-hmm you know, put some no, love, put some love into MTGO it. MTGO is in house. It's in house. Yeah, it's in house. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. You see, Duels of the Planeswalker is not in house. Oh, okay. It's one of Hasbro's company, but it's not but it's one not of Wizards' a, company. Mm, okay. Okay, so Hasbro CEO. Who is the Hasbro CEO? Uh, wow. Let's see. Hasbro CEO Brian Goldner. Now all of you know Hasbro CEO is Brian Goldner. Please go find the guys who did X, uh, X-Mage. X-Mage. Go put them in WotC or maybe not put them in WotC. Just force WotC. Use these guys as, uh, as your starting tool to, to redraft um, Magic the Gathering Online. Please. Please. More people will play. Uh, would you play MTGO if it's not so buggy? Uh, yeah, probably. Have you tried playing yeah, yeah, MTGO? Yeah. It's Have fine. Oh, okay. It's actually fine. It's just I don't like the sound design. You just like to complain. Yeah, yeah. I I like doing the Singaporean thing. Uh, okay. So uh, last one on the list is the Magic the Bi- Magic the Gathering Arena of the Planeswalkers board game. You haven't played it. You haven't played it. I've nope. played it. It's fun. It's yeah, it's, it's your good. strategy board game. Uh, it's it's what I expect out of Watsy. Uh, because I've played uh, some w- other Watsy board games and card games. I've played uh, uh, Tree Dragon Ante, which is a very good gambling game. If you want to use actual money, that game is very I think good. you're not supposed to be gambling. Yeah, I'm not supposed to be gambling. <laughs> but I do actually use coins. Like There, there are tokens, but I use actual one-cent coins, uh, which okay. are no longer being used in Singapore right now to, you know, to, to play the game uh, because I have so many of them. Uh, and... Um, why yeah. do you have so many of one cent coins? I don't know, but I'm I had a curious. whole chest. So I have at least a thousand one cent coins. Uh, I had a whole chest, which I counted one of the days I counted, it, was, it led up to like 10 bucks. So, uh, Do the banks take in one cent coins, you think? Not anymore. Instead, they even charge you for changing. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. They charge you like ten, you, ten you bucks give ten bucks and then they give you back nine dollars. Like, oh, sure, yeah. thanks. But we said you you still have to pay us five five bucks five five to bucks to dispose and to yeah. melt the coins and reuse like recycle the metal. It's dirty. Okay, uh, but yeah, the board game is the board game is quite fun. Uh, there is a new expansion coming out for the board game. Oh yeah, um, Mixilis and Kiora. Was it Obnixilis and Kiora? I yeah, thought it was yeah. Kiora no, and Ajani. No. Oh, Obnixilis and Kiora, yeah. Oh, man, another black planeswalker. Seen, seen it. Okay. Yeah, but uh, it, it's, it's quite fun to play. Uh, you have various scenarios or you can play, you know... Uh, the figures look horrible. I'm going to say it the again. Figures the figures do, look horrible. The figures are pretty bad. Uh... I You know what, see, if you could... Uh, here's another love-hate love, love hate letter... Uh, like the game, but uh, maybe release the the 3D models for the figures so that we can go and 3D print it ourselves. But it'll be single color. You can paint it. You can just paint it over the, the ones you have. No, the ones you have are, are really bad too. No, they it's just the bad de- paint quality, but... It they don't have the detail either. It doesn't have the uh, real detail. Okay. You see, the, the, the planeswalkers don't... 
are are not good, but the the figurines themselves, the the other soldiers, they look fine yeah. because they're not painted. Uh no, it's not because they're not painted. They also have the detail. Man, Power Nine podcasts complain about magic. Yeah, we don't like you, Watsi. You don't listen to our show, yeah. New either. new tagline for the podcast. Right? <laughs> Every week we, we complain about magic. Yeah. <laughs> Complaining about cardboard cards. New section. Complain of the week. Yeah. Uh okay, so uh is there I don't think there are any other um any other games that's not the card game. Uh but if there are, please let us know. Uh send us an email or send us a, no, don't send us email. You don't know what our email is anymore. Uh pass a message on Facebook. Yeah, on Facebook Twitter, is, on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Uh, so shall we end off the show here? Yeah. Oh no no, we're supposed to splice in the the interview here. Oh, and yeah. hello everyone and welcome back to a very special segment of the show. Uh, today on board we have a special guest over the internet. He writes about magic. He plays the game and comes out with pretty damn innovative decks. He's been to six pro tours since his pro debut in 2008 and has garnered at least one GP top 8 position. Uh, I'll, che- I'll check with you on that. So uh, he's been on yeah. TEDx uh, talking about uh, why humans play games. So we all know him as Two. So please welcome the living end himself, Travis Wu. Hi, welcome on the show, Travis. Hi, Mikhail. Uh, thanks so much for having me. Hey, yeah. Travis. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks for coming uh, on the show. Yeah, we, we, we really appreciate Yeah, we rarely have pros on the show. I think uh, while I was in Portugal, we had... Uh, Li Shitian. Yeah, we had Li Shitian on board. We had, uh, we had some of the Portuguese national players. But yeah, uh, it's nice to have, it's nice to have uh, people playing pro magic on the show. On this very little podcast that nobody yeah, listens well, to. I mean, I'm not so much a pro player as I am a content creator at this point. I mean, I really... All that in the past was to get me here. That was not the end. That was the means. So, mm. um, cool. yeah, I mean, I haven't... I've played in, like, a tournament this year. It's just not... Oh, you haven't played in a tournament this year? I think I played in one pre-release. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's pre-release is fine. Yeah, Actually, but you do you do a lot of streaming and you do a lot of uh, MTGO, which yeah. So, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, mm. So let uh, so let's start off um, with so for, getting for, to know you. Yeah. yeah, for people who don't know you, how where where are you from and how how you started um, playing Magic? Yeah, so I'm from Seattle, Washington, which is also where Magic is from. Which is probably why I we were exposed to it so young. It's just chance of time and location. So, the game started going around '93, and we mm-hmm. had the game by '95. So yeah, I mean, we. So you've been playing since the start, since the two very, years after the start. So two years after the start, missed the, missed the very missed alpha and beta. So uh-huh. I didn't get about the singles, but uh, um, and when I say we, I mean me and my brother, and we also had some friends in our group. Uh, and we would play all kinds of games. We would play different TCGs, Magic, Star Wars, Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z. Oh man, um, I remember some of these. I, I did play uh, <laughs> some of these. Uh, Star Wars, Pokemon, 
Yeah. That's a and we would play computer games, World of War or not World of Warcraft, Warcraft, Age of Empires, Starcraft. Uh, would play Nintendo, would play a lot of different sports, every sport you can imagine. And what kind of ended up happening is most of those other games stopped growing or died off. Uh, and Magic stuck around, which was just, yeah, it wasn't so, like at the start it was like, this is the game. It was like 20, it was like 15 years later. It's like all most of these other games have shrunk or no, died Pokemon off. Pokemon is still around, though. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon is still around. But, uh, yeah, but I'm, the economy, the economy, yeah. and the I I won't say the complexity, but yeah, especially the economy of Pokemon isn't as complex as uh, Magic, Magic the Gathering. Yeah, or at least yeah, not as lucrative as Magic the Gathering. <laughs> I mean, definitely, the economy in Magic is so big that there's so many ways to make money if you want to. Yeah, exactly, and there's there's so many things to understand about it. If you know, just from an academic standpoint. It's uh, it's crazy. Well, good thing, good thing you chose the right, um, the, <laughs> the right, the right yeah. to stuck to stick. Well, to like I, I, said, well, I mean, it wasn't that I chose it. Like I chose twenty things, and <laughs> and one just stuck around, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, like right now, right now you did mention you're not playing any tournaments, but uh, you do play a lot of Magic online. So, what format do you uh do you currently play, and which one's your favorite? Um, I'm doing a lot of different things right now. I'm playing Popper, mm -hmm. I'm playing Modern, and I'm starting to dabble with EDH. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Welcome on board, man. Yeah, welcome uh, to the club, yo. I mean, my, my relationship with Magic has really changed. And right now, I mean, it's less about me playing, and it's less about me making crazy new decks, mm -hmm. because um, the most important thing for me right now is to be really, really helpful in the magic community and that stuff is 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 helpful for selling cards but for helping individuals not as much i mean ideally i really need to be doing a little bit of both but more focused on helping people so i've been doing a lot of how to's and strategy and deck building deck crafting and walkthroughs and breakdowns and stuff like that having a lot of fun with that and also feeling that's what people really want from me right now i think mm. uh, it's more helpful more useful okay so talking about that uh you just released uh an e-course on your website woobrews.com mm -hmm. uh so I I went through a bit of it it's pretty extensive you cover a lot of you cover a lot of different concepts that i think even uh, sometimes like pros, they don't, uh, they don't necessarily bring it up. Mm -hmm. Uh, like or they keep it to themselves. Uh, I don't think <laughs> I don't think pros will keep it to themselves. Come on, man! Like yeah, the magic community is all about sharing, caring, right? Uh, but yeah, so so it's on your website. So can you tell mm -hmm. the people at home like what's the e course about? The e course about is about really giving. Anyone is one for people who want to learn more about magic deck building, and it's two importantly for people who want to learn more from magic deck building. So, like you said, I mean, a lot of the pros do keep it to themselves, you know, the, and also the pros just don't have time to teach all that stuff. You know, they have you're burdened with your article, so you and you're preparing for tournaments, you share whatever you're working on. Um, and people do do share, and they do be people are helpful, and they do share. 
uh, what they're working on. They do sh share the tier one strategies and how to play them and all that. Yeah. But there's just there's no time if you're writing for one of these sites. There's and this isn't disparaging the sites. Again, these are great and they're awesome. Great way to jump into Magic is to pick an existing deck or to scope out the competition. Yep. And if you're going to buy cards, why not buy them from an online card store? So exactly. I'm all for that. However, what they're missing is there's just no time to sit down and walk you through everything, right? Like what what goes behind, uh, you know, coming up with that deck. Exactly. Right? Like there's, there's, there's a lot of principles. The and there's, yeah, there's maybe, a thought process yeah. uh, that you have to put yourself into uh, before you before you even pick up the deck, right? I mean, exactly. I want to give anyone who wants it all the tools they have to make their own awesome competitive decks. I mean, you look at the work that I've have been doing over the past couple of years. It's like I come up with a new semi-competitive deck fifty-two times a year, right? <laughs> it's formulaic. It's yep, actually, yeah. I mean, you know, I get a lot of flack for my making a lot of mistakes, but I mean, no one else is playing 52 new decks yeah. a year. Yeah, like, exactly. that's how you learn. You learn there from mistakes. There isn't one person in the world who does that. So um, it's really about the deck building, the deck crafting. And I mean, it's just, it's way easier than most people would think or would expect, but there's just not a course that teaches all of it. Mm. I mean, there's some other good resources out there. Patrick yeah. Chapin. Yeah, Patrick next Chapin's uh, Next Level, level Magic, stuff. right? Yeah, that's good, and that will give you uh, historical context to everything, which is really helpful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Mike Forrest has some stuff, but... Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's like, most of the good strategy articles were written 10 years ago, and now it's just like, whatever the new cards are. It's kind so, of obsolete. It, well, I won't say it's obsolete, but the, the principles behind it are very similar, uh, you know... But the landscape is very different. Yeah, yeah the landscape I mean, will the definitely be different. The new cards are, are yeah. really like cards today. It's it's the power level is just it's crazy. The, I mean, the idea is that most of the best, most helpful articles have already been written, mm -hmm. and you can't rerun them all the time. So, um, so, if you're if you're going off of like this week on the major strategy sites, you know you're getting hot cards of this week. So this course is really about zooming out zooming out really really far and looking at everything from start to finish and again i mean i encourage you to look at the major strategy sites and that's a, a less time intensive way to jump in it's a less time intensive way to get competitive faster mm -hmm. um but if you want to build your own unique competitive decks um this course is is for that i see okay so so how long have you been working on this like was there anyone that you were working with on it that's um, very bad sentence structure by the way <laughs> nah. so i mean i've been working on it all of 2015 for the most part mm -hmm. um and i had basically one editor behind the scenes who worked with me the whole time and I, I had a few other people going through it with me um to help make it better but i mean it really started as an ebook until i realized um we can do better than that like why not make it a group? Why not make exercises? And a new thing I'm doing now also is um, video set, a uh, video strategy session. So if someone signs up for the program, they get 30 minutes of my time to uh, me look at their situation and help them uh, get the most from from the program from the course. So oh, that's cool. That sounds I think, awesome, actually. Yeah, that's like yeah. a workshop. Uh, 
I I think uh rather than a book like workshops do uh something that's that a book actually just can't you know and yeah, it, yeah yeah and it's nice that you're uh, that you're putting up the time to to help uh to help them well ultimately i find it more satisfying like like i said i've been selling magic cards for a long time um and <laughs> i want to i'd prefer to sell helpful knowledge from the game it's just a totally different dynamic like it still promotes the game right by a different totally different way where i'm not like buy these cards speculate on all these cards (laughs) instead it's like here's something useful you can think about Mm -hmm. right it's just totally different yeah so did you do you have any considerations when you were coming out with a cause like when like you, who who were you uh who were you targeting uh when you came out of the course like when the in when the during the inception mm-hmm. of the idea like mm-hmm. who who was the target uh audience like there has to be someone like right now uh right now i'm uh i do a sealed draft every tuesday mm-hmm. and uh there's this guy who's who came in uh four weeks ago and like Every basically every Tuesday is a new game of Magic for him, uh. So this will be like the fourth game of Magic for him, and you know I I look at him like like how he progresses, and mm-hmm. you know helping it helping it out. So who, uh, was there like any specific type of uh, person that that you were considering when you came up with this? Yeah, the specific type of person is anyone who wants to learn more from Magic specifically. So motivated, self-empowered, people who want to take control type thing. I mean, and that can be a beginner or it can be a pro. The way the content is structured is um, it starts off in a way that anyone can understand, but it gets more complex than anything you're going to see on a strategy site for the most part. There's a lot of graphs and a lot of uh, equations and stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, if you're a a noob, it would take you a while to work through, but I mean, you could become a master really by the end of it. But if you're a pro, you would also, uh, learn a lot. But the main thing is anyone who looks at this course is going to look at magic in a new way and be like, wow, you know, this is, this is really for the people who are like, you know, my family judges me spending all this money on magic or whatever, right? <laughs> that person, uh, yeah, we man, all that's, get that. Yeah, that's a <laughs> lot of people, yo. <laughs> yeah. So the course is like has budget and finance to help you with that, but is also like after you see it, you're gonna be like, wow, this game is really amazing. I didn't realize everything that I learned. I'm doing math on a daily basis. Not everyone even does that. I'm mm. doing all these complicated mental thought processes, and I'm way smarter for it. And yeah. Uh, now I can show my friends and family, like, look, I'm doing, like, my brain, look at my brain, man. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is not just a card game. Yeah, exactly. So much more. Yeah, you were, you mentioned on your TEDx, like, this is chess. Uh, and uh, this is chess with variable pieces and variable playing fields. So, yeah, I I, I always I always allude to that uh, that explanation to people, especially mm-hmm. when they don't know. Uh, what magic is? Mm-hmm. So yeah, as a I mean, as a judge, you have to customer service. You know, when they ask you, like when parents come <laughs> what, in and they ask magic? you, like, what's what's this magic thing? What what's well, my kid doing? 
It's also like Scrabble. It's like chess, Scrabble, poker, and Pokemon. <laughs> like that's how <laughs> everything everything put into one, right? Uh, okay, so yeah. Uh, so let's talk about your streaming. Mm-hmm. So tell us more about your tell us more about your stream. Like I don't uh for me streaming is not really a big habit, so I don't really watch Twitch that much. Uh, but I'm starting to watch like some of the magic uh streams. Mm-hmm. So what do you do on your stream channel? What's your stream channel? Uh, by the way, uh, my stream tw- channel is Twitch.tv/TravisWu. Yeah. Um, and my stream has really changed over the years. It started off as a magic thing, and I would stream every night. I ended up traveling a lot and cut back the stream hours, and I'm in an area right now where my stream quality is not great. But I also learned along the way that um, I have a hard time dealing with large audiences. Um, I mean, there's trolls. Some people are better dealing with trolls. I'm not very good at it. (laughs) I uh, fight fire with fire, or I ban people. I say the wrong thing. Or whatever. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a good like prime time streamer. I've tried it. It's just not for me. However, I like streaming for a small private audience. I see. Um, yeah, people who are already familiar with me. I mean, I'll take in new people through Facebook, through Twitter, through YouTube, or whatever. But new people on stream see me out of context is problematic, and I have a hard time uh, dealing knowing what to say. But I mean, my stream. That's for multiple reasons. I don't keep the stream to just magic. I tend to talk about controversial things, and I associate with controversial people. Like, I'm looking at this picture of Malcolm X I have up on my wall, right? Like, How is that controversial? Uh, I don't understand. Malcolm X, is a, Malcolm X is a very strong historical figure who represents something very, you know, very important, in, especially in American history and in civil rights history. Malcolm uh, X is certainly controversial uh, compared, compared to Martin Luther King. Uh, I don't. Have, I don't have an MLK K picture. Now compa- comparisons, but okay. So, uh, so I see in your in your uh, social profiles, your mm-hmm. dad's a really big supporter of your of mm-hmm. all your social media stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, have you ever thought of like bringing him bringing him on the stream to stream with you? Um, <laughs> That's awesome, well, by the way. Well, I don't. I don't live. Oh, you don't even be your parents. No, one day, one day you should have him like on a Skype conversation uh-huh. across, and like have Talk him on the stream. Actually, my parents don't just don't really want to. I don't know. They're, they're, it's just not for them. But I mean, they support what I do, yeah. and that's awesome to have. So, <laughs> so, I mean, they supported it the whole way from the start, buying us cards or whatever, and seeing once it was like, oh, they they could make money from this. It was like. You know, we'll help them start flying to nationals and stuff like that. And then eventually, uh, graduated to doing it on my own. So, I mean, I couldn't, obviously couldn't have done this without my parents. And it's nice that they still support everything. That's cool. How about your brother? Is he still, is he still in the game? Is he working with you in any form? Um, not really working with me. I mean, um, he's still vaguely in the game, but I mean, he, he his aspiration was never really to, I don't know, monetize it in the way that I did. But I mean, we did end up t- we top eight at a grand prix together, which oh, is nice. Insane. Yeah, insane. Sixteen hundred people, eight of us, and we traveled to Spain together. So I mean, we've checked it off the bucket list. Like, <laughs> it doesn't get better than that. Like, yeah, that's, that yeah I think awesome. that's yeah, that's really cool. Like. If it were your friend, I mean, like already top eighteen, uh, top eighteen or you know, 
uh, with your friend. Eight. Yeah, yeah, making a top eight with your friend is quite cool. But with your, your brother, brother man, that must be that must be a really big experience. I the greatest greatest magic memory by far. Like, and I'm not trying to replicate it. It's like it happened, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Uh, okay, so any plans for new content coming soon? So, what can we expect from Travis Wu in the coming months? Um, so yeah, I have a YouTube channel, Magic Learning, mm-hmm. youtube.com slash Travis Wizard. And I'm sharing a lot of how-tos, like, uh, yeah, basically educational stuff. And also, again, importantly, stuff that even if you're not an active tournament player, even if you're not a Magic player, you, you can learn from. Like, this isn't me trying to do, like, self-help and teaching. It's like, Magic is actually really powerful educational tool for learning mental processes like opportunity cost and sequencing and ordering and ratios and budgeting and finance and, and on and on and on and on so that's really what i'm trying to focus on yeah, um I, I think that's i think that's quite cool i mean like uh magic is the platform but the but the lessons you learn are are universal yeah yeah i really believe that Okay. Uh okay, so every guest we have on the show, I bring out this uh random questions back that even Edwin doesn't know about. Uh I just yeah. saw it yesterday. Yeah, you just saw it yesterday. So I'm gonna pick a random question. Mm-hmm. Uh and these are really, really weird ones. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh uh hmm. Okay, if you were made into a creature or planeswalker, so what color would you be and what abilities would you have? I know that I'd be overcosted and I'd, I would be <laughs> multicolored, I'd be massively multicolored and overcosted, right? Definitely black, definitely black. Okay. Um potentially multicolor, probably all all the colors. <laughs> Plus the new diamond something, basic land. Something yeah. that looks like a garbage Timmy card that's hard to build around. Like, <laughs> I can't go to specifics of what it looks like, but the type of card that's just offensive. <laughs> I don't know. Edwin, how about you? What's your... I have never thought about that. Come on. No, no, no. So now, right oh, now... Probably black, green. Okay, black, green. What, uh, what abilities would it be? Your typical... Sacrifice. Reanimator, planeswalker, yeah. I guess. Uh, I would probably be. Uh, I guess I would be blue and red, because is that in me or white and blue? Uh, and yeah, I I would probably be either taxing you, or you probably Zedru in yeah, yeah, yeah. Form. Just be very janky, very uh, uh Johnny type uh type uh, situ- uh card. But, okay. I'm thinking about my card. Uh-huh. It would be costed like Progenitus, probably. <laughs> be like, it would be like a 2-2, just a small, like, super small. And have some bizarre, like, if you cast this from your library, like, you get this massive effect. Oh, okay. Like, That's, uh, even, I know, if you cast it from your library. Even cast- <laughs> you cast it from your library, it goes straight into the graveyard. And uh, probably just shuffle your graveyard back into your library, right? <laughs> like, I don't know. If you cast it from your library, you like get to put your whole deck into play. <laughs> so weird. So weird. Uh... 
That would be really fun. And yeah. no, you have to include, yeah. You have to include the new uh, basic land type, which is uh, waste. The diamond. Yeah, yeah diamond mana. basic waste. So it'll cost 12 mana then. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be, uh, it'll probably be two uh, two cards put into one uh, big, like the BFG from um, from Unglued. Yeah. yeah. Big furry monster. Okay. Uh, so let's wrap up the interview. So thanks for coming on the show. So uh, before we end the show, uh, please let the folks at home know how they can catch more of you. Your your Twitter, your Twitch, your website, Facebook. Yeah. Man, I've got so many brands, it's hard to keep track. But if you look at me on Facebook and Twitter as Travis Wizard, Travis YouTube Wizard. as Travis Wizard slash uh, Magic Learning. Magic Learning is my new channel. Okay. And Twitch TV slash Travis Wu. I stream on Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific time. Mm-hmm. All right. So awesome. thanks for thanks for coming on the show. Thank uh, you, Travis. Thank yeah, you, we Thank always, you for your we, time. Yeah, we love it when uh, pros come by and uh, show us some love. Because we don't have any love at all. Uh, well, thanks so much for having me. And you asked good questions and your preparation was good. So. Cool. Yeah, we are journalists, journalists. Yeah. For a conversational podcast, I think we do pretty good. All right. So thanks for coming by. Uh, we're going to wrap up this segment. Ciao. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> just going to end it like that? No, no, I won't end it like that. It was just pregnant yeah, pause. Pregnant pause. And we're back. Yeah, uh, how was wow, the, the magic, yeah, the magic of ma- magic of editing. Magic of editing. Uh, interview is very, uh, very cool. Uh, yeah, Travis Wu is Travis he's Wu is cool interesting. Guy. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He's a very interesting person. And we uh, really, really thank thank you for your time. Yeah, Travis. yeah. I I think that's uh, it's cool to, for us to have pros on the show. Like uh, we're supposed to go and get the Singapore team down soon. Yeah, they'll soon. have pro points. They'll have pro points soon, so we can, we can okay. brag like, oh, we oh. have pros on the show. Uh no, but we'll 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 check up with them on their training and their you know their training regimen and their preparation for the worlds at the you know in the coming two weeks. Uh so, yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks to all our guests who appear on the show. Uh, thanks to Desmond. Thank you for coming. Sure, no problem. Uh. And I hope you'll be on the show uh, more often, more often yeah. in the future. Yeah, yeah I, I want so to. Yeah, we'll grab more friends to come. Uh, when we get more mics, yeah, yeah, when we get soon, finally soon get our new mics, the Amazon shipment, tenth of tenth uh, of December, we'll get more. We'll get more mics. We'll get new mics. We'll get you know more people on the show so that everybody can like pitch in at the same time. It'll be too much noise. Uh, so yeah, you've been listening to the Power Nine podcast. Every week you can find us uh, find us on power9podcast.com on uh, mtgcast.com Stitcher iTunes uh, you can also find us on Facebook facebook.com slash power9podcast you can find us on Twitter uh, no you can find us on Instagram at power9podcast uh, you can find us on, on Twitter, Twitter power9podcast the 9 is a number 9 very nice you can find myself at the Asian judge you can find Edwin at the blood artist uh, Desmond do you have a Twitter account? Uh, nope yeah. yeah Twitter's not big in Singapore guys uh, yeah, oh, yeah exactly that's why I started an Instagram for us 
Yeah, hopefully we'll catch them. Singapore blogs are blogs are still the thing. Um, blogs and blogs are still Facebook and blogs. Four popular bloggers actually. Actually, I think Instagram is. It, it, no, Instagram is up. It's up there. Like the number, the three, the three are Facebook, Instagram. Uh, no blogs, and then Instagram. Oh, yeah. Instagram. You, you wouldn't, you wouldn't imagine, right? Anyway, whatever. Uh, this is the end of the show. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, uh, for myself, Edwin and Desmond, we're signing off. See you guys. See ya. Ciao.